All right, Dave, I got a question for you. Are you ready? Shoot. Okay. <clears throat> As it stands right now, who was your NBA Finals pick? As it stands right now, yes. um, I would go with the Bucks versus the Suns again. Wow. Real adventurous. <laughs> I like uh, to step on and live on the edge. You do. It's ironic, though, because that's also my pick. But if I had to go crazy... Like, all right, let's make it a little more fun. If you had to go crazy with it, not like totally insane, but like among teams still in the playoffs, um, let's go. I'm gonna go Cavaliers Grizzlies. Let's go nuts. If if I had to go nuts, the NBA would despise that finals. <laughs> like ratings wise, they would hate it, but that would be my pick. So if I had to go nuts, I would probably go. I would go Raptors versus Timberwolves. Man, the COVID implications of that the series would be very interesting, though. To to wonder. Oh, like, it would. Yeah. Wow, Raptors. Talk about that. Might be a final the NBA hates more than mine. Um, That's. I try to come up with one that that would be more ridiculous. That was a good one. Well, let's bring in our guest here, uh, friend of the program, recurrent guest here, Brandon Maxwell. Brandon, welcome to the show. What's up? Uh, so Brandon, Brandon, what is your real, realistic NBA Finals pick as it stands right now, and crazy NBA Finals pick? You know what? I'm gonna give you the the Homer pick. I'm gonna say we need to write what was wronged in what 2018, 2017, yep. when um, the Celtics couldn't complete the seven game series over the Cavs. Celtics over the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals this time, and they're gonna play the Warriors. They're gonna Ooh. beat the Warriors. That's that's and, a real uh, 2018 comeuppance. Yeah, and my crazy pick is going to be also the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know who is not the Warriors. Uh, I will go with um, the Celtics and the Mavericks. That's my crazy pick. That be I mean that would be really bad for the Celtics because Luka Doncic owns the Celtics. Right, it'll he'll have four buzzer beaters. Yep. Just, every game will be there. But luckily, some of them won't be to win the game. They'll be for overtime. So like, well, they'll get lucky. So. Um, but this whole episode is about questions. This is a grab bag, our first one in a long time. And, uh, for those who don't know how this works, uh, Brandon, as our guest, will be the one who picks the numbers on the list of questions that Dave and I have put together. Uh, we'll go back and forth. We'll answer them and we'll have a little fun. They could be all the be sports, could be about food, could be about movies, TV, anything. Uh, that's why it's a grab bag. So Brandon, uh, we'll start with my list here. Uh, pick a number between one and 11. Seven. All right, Brandon and Dave, but Brandon first. If you could recreate the iconic Dwayne Wade, LeBron James alley oop dunk, who would you throw the alley oop to? Um, Shane Larkin. Oh my God! Wow, that's really that's a deep cut. Wow, Dave, what what say you? I would throw it to Isaiah Thomas. Which him. Isaiah Thomas? The Celtics version. Okay. Uh, mine would be an easy pick. Who would I pick? You'd pick Rafe LaFrance. Of course I would. Rafe LaFrance. That's right. Uh, easy pick. Easy pick. Uh, should be a Hall of Famer, but he's not. We'll talk. We, we can discuss that at a later date. I know we all agree. It's fine. So, Dave, I'll throw it to you. All right. Give me a, no- give me a number between 1 and 20. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go... 19. Would you rather be an actor or a musician? 
Oh, snap. That's like, okay. assuming that I'm really good at one of them? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Musician. I agree. I'd rather be a good musician. Yeah. I feel like I know, I mean, being a famous actor sounds pretty dope, too, but... There's more like, money in being a good actor, but I feel like there's more acclaim in being a good musician. Yeah. But you get to be a little more... I mean, it depends, because I say you get to control a little bit more, and you, we say that, but also, I mean, you see how many streams it takes to get, like, a dollar, or all the right. labels that right. take however much money or give in advance where they know that they can't pay it back, or pretty cutthroat. But hey, I'm t using all these cons. Musician would still be pretty dope. Well, what what instrument would you play? Um... Drums. I have no idea how to play drums, but I feel like drums. I'm a bass guy, so I'd rather I'd be like to be a good bassist. What about you, Dave? Uh, I'd rather be an actor. Right. I love it. Okay, that's Dave, fine. Dave should be the in the, all the the Boston like mob movies. Yes, Dave should be in all. Of, this should be Dave should be cut into the Departed like like after Dave, the fact. Dave, Dave will be the guy who, when it's about to get serious, he just like whacks the guy in the head with the baseball bat. Exactly. Exactly. Dave is the Dave is the unassuming mobster that you don't expect is gonna is gonna kill is gonna get someone. What if, but what if I was just like the family funeral person and the motto was Dave's the last person to let you down. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because yeah, literally he lets you down. Exactly. He lets you down in the grave. Oh my, that's perfect. Exactly. That's, we got we got we got TM that we got we got a trademark it. Uh, Brandon, number between one and eleven. Four. All right. Brandon, what movie can you quote the most? Superbad, definitely. That's a good one. That's, that's, that's a very, very good one. <laughs> I think that's like one of the most quotable movies ever. It is a very quotable movie. I mean, there's like a lot of obscure good ones in that too. Um, ones that I can't repeat, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, <laughs> for sure. But, I mean, the whole McLovin scene where he says that he got a fake ID with McLovin. <laughs> I do love when he's like, it's the, most, the most common first name in the world. <laughs> it's like, when, when did he ever mess someone named? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There are a lot of great ones. Uh, Dave, what about you? I don't know. That's tough. I mean, basically any early uh, Adam Sandler movie I can quote. Like Billy Madison, yep. Happy Gilmore. Um, I mean... Those those two are probably the ones I can quote the most. I would say Big Daddy's a pretty quotable movie too. Big just, Daddy too, yeah, Big Daddy. I mean, I agree. Happy Gilmore is up there for me, but probably just to be a little different. Anchorman and Step Brothers, I could probably recite almost verbatim. I've seen those movies so many times, and they're both just classics. But yeah, I mean, Superbad's a good one. I've seen it a lot, but. I would say like Happy Gilmore, Anchorman, Step Brothers, those are the ones I could probably quote the most overall. Also, even though I haven't watched it in a long time, Loki Napoleon Dynamite. That is very it. quotable. Bro, I watched that movie so often way back in the day. Did they gotta throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> like it's such a good dry humor movie. It like, is. It really... Maybe maybe one of the best dry humor movies of all time. It's, it's like hilarious. even even I'm to to this number. day. I mean, I owned a vote for Pedro shirt. I want. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I have one. It doesn't fit anymore. I don't know where it is. Probably got thrown out. But, um, all right, Dave, it's back to you. All right, give me a number, one to twenty. Um, twelve. Twelve. Um, what is the ideal length of movie that you enjoy? An ideal number of TV seasons. Wow. That's a good question, actually. It's a really good question. 
will be, I'll say, an hour 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, so specific. very specific. Because I feel like sometimes the hour and a half movies are like, I wish you, you gave me a little more. And sometimes the two-hour ones. I mean, obviously, it depends. Like, honestly, here's a good example. I really enjoy Martin Scorsese. The Irishman was, like, famously three hours or two and a half hours. But that could have been two hours. Yep. It really could have. That easily could have been two to two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, so I'll say an hour, 48 minutes for that. And for a TV show, I'll say it's either five or six seasons. I mean, in Love and Community, just mm. like six seasons in a movie. But I'll say five seasons. Because a lot of shows get stale at a certain point. Like, if you're going, like, eight, nine seasons, it's getting... You're, like, running through all the plots over and over again. And you're just, like, running in circles with the characters and whatnot. So I'll say five seasons is ideal. Um, that reminds me of, uh, have you guys seen the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he's, when they're doing, when they're at his, when they're at, uh, Terry, not Terry, um, Alan's house. And he's like, uh, I have Adobe Premiere. I do some editing in my free time. I recently cut five minutes out of Goodfellas. <laughs> it just reminds <laughs> well, me. That movie, that was definitely The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. For the <laughs> aim for the bushes. <laughs> there were no bushes. What were they aiming for? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what they were, what they were talking about. <laughs> Um, but it also brings to the mind, like, how did people know they said that? Because, like, there was nobody around them when they said that. But anyway, um, that's a good question, Dave. I would say probably, like, around what Brandon said, like, an hour 50 or, like, two hours, probably my ideal movie length. Um, notwithstanding Marvel movies, because I'll watch them if they're four hours long. I don't care. Um, TV shows, I would say seven, I would say eight seasons is my ideal length, because, like, Monk, Psych, even like Seinfeld was nine, but like The Office should have probably ended after seven. So I'll put it in the middle. I'll say eight seasons is probably my ideal length for a TV show. The Office is a perfect example. Like that could have ended seven early. years. Should have ended when Michael left. That's what it should have ended. What say you, Dave? I'd say TV show is probably like four seasons. I think after three or four, you start wow. to really get watered down. And then I would say. Dave was a Netflix executive. <laughs> I, I would say average movie length uh, average movie length it really depends on genre like horror movies very rarely can be good after an hour and 40 minutes it's just cool. like they start to really deteriorate um whereas dramas and actions can routinely be two hours and 20 minutes and you don't feel like they're like dragging you out too much but i would say overall if you just average everything i would say like an hour and 40 minutes maybe hour and 50 I like that reasoning. That's good. That's solid. Dave works for Netflix. That's all right. Uh, all right, Brandon, number between 1 and me, 11. Me and Ted Sarandis are very tight. You're very uh, close. What have I said? So I said 7 and 4, right? That's correct. 5. 5. What is the best sports moment that you've seen live at the actual venue? Oh, easy. Um, the game two of the... Eastern Conference, I think it was semifinals, the Celtics and the Wizards, mm. when Isaiah Thomas went off for, what, 52 in overtime, right after his sister passed, right after he got the initial hip injury, right after he busted his tooth on the court. Like, it was insane. John Wall was going off. Bradley Beal had a couple good minutes, but he was, like, missing some crazy jumpers. But it was it was an amazing game. So that, and um, I also, nowhere near this one, but I saw um, a game I can't remember what season it was, but it was like 0-0 the entire game. John Lackey pitched like nine innings, no um, nine innings of a shutout. Tenth inning, pitcher immediately comes in, gives up a run. 
And then in the bottom of the 10th, Napoli and Ortiz. Brandon, I think we were both at the same game. I was, yeah, I was at that game. I was at that game. I remember that game. That's awesome. Yeah, but Trevor yeah, Plouffe yeah. at a home run into the right field bullpen. And then, Is it Plouffe? Yep. And then Ortiz and yeah, Napoli and Ortiz went back to back in the bottom of the 10th inning. I was going to say, am I getting everything right? You, are, you have everything correct. Yep. That's the only time I've ever been to, maybe not now, but it was the first time I went to a Red Sox game and they won. Like the first four or five I went to before that, they got like wiped out in every game. Yep. So that was the so first game that Emily and I went to together. And then we went to a Mariners Red Sox game later in the year and Alan fucking Webster pitched. And <laughs> you can only imagine the outcome of that game. Um, it wasn't a win. Uh, but Dave, what about you? Um, that's tough. Um, I mean, I, I saw change up the, the tempo a little bit. I saw Rondo's return to Boston his first game back. Yo, I was there too. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, this is like some, this is some Forrest Gump shit. Yo, I was there too. I remember, yo, he hit like six threes, just nailing them all out over the place, playing like one of the best games he's played in a minute. Because you know when, when, uh, the Celtics had Brad Stevens, they were re- rebuilding that he like didn't care at that moment. Yeah, he balled out. Yeah, he had he had like seven threes and like that is that was had as many as he had hit in like the last month with the Celtics. Hilarious. It was mad funny. I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to find the actual box score from that game. I feel like that's that's what it was. Cause I remember I was I was like I've never seen the Red Sox win before. And John Lackey is throwing a shutout, and they're ruining it. Yep, it was zero to zero. It was awesome. All right, I think I found. It It was after they won the the thirteen. It was twenty fourteen. Okay. Yep. Uh, that was the game. Rondo uh had twenty nine points, six rebounds, five assists in that game. Yep. Mavericks. Mavericks beat the life out of them. Uh. I would say, honestly, you could make a case that the PC game I went to this week might have been the best one I've ever seen live. Um, but I would still say my favorite sports moment I've seen live was when I was at the game where Rick Porcello fought... I'm sorry, Rick Porcello fought Kevin Nucleus. I was at that game. That was awesome. That was when he was still a tiger, and Nucleus threw his helmet at him and just... Tried. It was it was awesome, dude. It was Junichi Tazawa's first career MLB start, which obviously is crazy because the guy's not a fucking starting pitcher. But... It was awesome. It was so much fun to be there. And I was, I was like, whatever it was, I was like, because it was 20, probably 2013 or probably before that, like 2011. And I was like 16, 17 years old. And I'm like cheering on, like, I'll beat the crap out. We're like going nuts. I think I filmed it. I was on my, like, whatever that, like, slide up, like, uh, not, it wasn't like a chocolate phone. It was the, what was the sliding up Verizon phone? I can't remember what it was called. Like it? No, that was T-Mobile. It was like, the, the it was the, but it was the Verizon version of that. Envy? Like, what was it? Envy. The Envy. Yes. Unbelievable, <laughs> Paul. Well done. Yeah, it was the Envy. That's what it was. And 144p. Oh, it was awful. The video quality was terrible. But it's like six pixels. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a better time drawing it than actually recording it. But that would be my pick. Um, but yeah. Oh, that or you or I upsetting Nebraska that one time. That was well, also that was pretty sick. One. That was a fun one. Uh, all right, Dave, back to you. All right, 1 to 20. Um, can you remind me of, uh, what I've said so far? So right now we've used, um, 17 and 12. I'll go with eight. If you could pick one food 
to challenge Joey Chestnut in, <laughs> what would it be? Oh my god, uh, I don't even know. I'll go. I'll go with the hot dogs, Glizzies. Wow! Oh, hell no, man! You're, wow, you're you are. Screwed. You're going you to the. You're going to the king. You better not miss. Oh my <laughs> god, hot dogs. He I respect 72. it. I respect it, but like watching the, them eat the buns is always the nastiest. I respect it. <laughs> wow. I respect oh. it as they dunk the buns in so they melt in my mouth. I respect it, but I think I can do better. Just thinking of like buns floating in a cup of Gatorade. Like, oh, that's gross. Um, hot dog in it. Uh, well, I don't eat hot dogs, so that would not be my no, answer. No. I'll change it to cheeseburger hamburger. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I've had that since I was like ten. But <laughs> um, I would say Jolly Ranchers. I could go to. Or, no, you know, I'll do it. With movie theater popcorn. I could go toe to toe with him on movie theater popcorn. There you go. No doubt, he's beating me on that. Have you eaten the large at AMC yet, or, or Come showcase? Come on, son. You kidding me? You know the big bucket. I, I went through the I, well not the I've had the bucket before but I ate an entire large popcorn I like tried to get through it as fast as I could before Jackass Forever started because I didn't want to choke on it while I was there, so yeah I mean I, come on I'm familiar with that I'm not an amateur here Dave come on come on now what about you Dave I'm trying to think I don't even I mean I think maybe pizza I can eat pizza like all day that's true Dave Dave and I have demolished some pizza before that's true. Also, cinnamon sticks. Oh, sorry, all three I can of us put those that. down like like no one's business. Mm. You know, I'm switching mine. I was saying it before we started this. Cinnamon toast crunch, the golden cereal. God. It's a, it's. I, I almost went cocoa puffs. I almost went cocoa puffs. Joey Chestnut's going down in that arena. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he's going down. He's tapping out. He's tapping out. I can't. I can't keep up with this guy. Whether it's the perfect, crunchy, uh, cinnamon toast crunch or it's the soggy ones, he's going down. There we go. That's my, my answer. So, Bran, you've already said four, five, and seven. A number between one and 11. I'll just say six to make it even. All right. What's the best show you've never seen? That's uh, a tough one to answer. I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I guess Sopranos. I've been meaning to watch that for a while. Yeah. I haven't gotten around. Show. Um, there's definitely a lot of good ones that I haven't gotten to. I, mean, uh, so, yeah. I, I, I need uh, a lot of time to digest the show. Like I'll I'll watch a show, and maybe I can binge a few episodes, but I need to give it some time so I can like think about what I watch. Because if I watch too many of them in a row, I feel like I forget things. So what yeah, about you, Dave? With... I would say The Wire. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Cool. For me, it's either one of those, <laughs> honestly. So you know, to to spice it up a little bit, what's the best sitcom you've never seen? I'm not really a sitcom person. Honestly, I might out myself here. I've never seen Cheers. I, really I, I saw one episode. I didn't. I didn't like it. Well, all I've ever. I, seen. I, I know it's only one episode. So you can't look, like, Dave. It's like it's no King show. of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the production value on King of Queens is so poor. It's it's very bad. It's very bad. It's poor. It, it might have the worst green screen I've ever seen in my life. It also like they have like four people that. Like play recurring side characters. Yeah, and nobody. It's the else. same four people for every role. Yeah, for nine seasons, whatever yeah. it was. Like um, they, their budget must have been like after they pay the main three characters, it must yeah. have been like hundred dollars. Which is crazy because they were on for like nine years. <laughs> like I know that's how they lasted. That's they true because they were on they were on a, a really shoestring budget. 
Uh, all right, Dave, back to you. All right, give me a number, boys. Just Brandon. Uh, up to 20? You can just pick a number, and I'll, I'll find the closest one to it. All right, 20. All right. Because I, I came with this right after I saw the new Scream movie. What is the next horror movie that you think will be rebooted and will surpass your expectations? Well, I haven't seen it, but I heard it was ass. And it's crazy because I didn't hear about it until the other day. But um, apparently there's already a reboot of Texas Chainsaw again. Yeah. Like, yep. I saw it on Netflix. I saw it. Was it as bad as you thought, Dave? All right. I honestly didn't think it was, um, it was um, like insanely terrible like everyone said it was. It made no sense and it wasn't good. But, like, everyone's talking about it like it's maybe well, the worst movie of all It time. makes sense because Dave was big on influencer culture. <laughs> but um, for, for that answer, the next one that's going to be rebooted, you said? Yeah. The next, any horror movie. It can be anything. I'll honestly go with, if you guys, have, have you ever heard of Attack the Block? Yeah, that's John Boyega, right? That's such a good movie. Never right. seen it. It's like before John Boyega. Yeah, I haven't it. seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, good. Nick Frost is in it. Um, it's, it's an amazing movie. Oh, I love Nick Frost. <laughs> making a sequel of it but basically it's aliens come to they they live in the hood in london so aliens come and like they invade their hood so it's just like them fighting it and um it's a really good movie apparently they're making a sequel so i'm gonna go with attack the block to whatever its name huh. attack the block is an awesome movie though. Re re-attack re the block <laughs> it's like it's not horror-y it's got horror elements to it it's more funny than anything but yeah, it's got horror vibes to it. Uh, that's a good question, Dave. I'm trying to think of, like, because, like, all the major ones have already been rebooted. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Scream, Halloween. Like, they've all been rebooted. Um, but they're going to get rebooted again, you know? They that. will. They will. You know, I'll go Gremlins. I think a Gremlins reboot would be kind of cool. That's honestly, that's an interesting answer. I like that. Because, like, they've already tried all the major ones. So, like, Gremlins, if you keep it cheesy, I think it could work. But... Overall, like I, th I think all like like all this like you know all the the tent pole ones have already been they've already tried them and they've succeeded to varying degrees, but um trying one like Gremlins or like I don't know like <laughs> the killer clowns from outer space or some shit like that like try a really campy one, yeah, they tried Chucky too and that was all right but like they they can't I, I mean you could try, I mean if you want to go crazy do like the Exorcist or something that'd be wild trying to do a new oh Exorcist. they're definitely rebooting that soon. I mean, that would be wild. New Exorcist movie with, like, modern-day special effects. That'd be crazy. Oh, uh, I think I've seen something about Blum rebooting that. Blum will dude, do... Blum will do anything, dude. He'll do anything. That dude is world. shameless. He really is. But, you know, he makes money, so... You know what? See, I'll go crazy. Let's go. Let's do a Purge reboot. <laughs> Already. A Purge reboot. That Already. Dude, yeah. How long have they been off air? Oh Did God! Movie come out like a year ago. I mean, yes, but the first one came out like may, almost a decade ago, probably. So just start it back sure. up. Forget the old ones even. Uh, so Brandon, a number between one and three, or eight through eleven. Um, three. All right, Brandon. If you could give any player in NFL history that doesn't have a Super Bowl title a Super Bowl title, who would it be? That's a good, good question. But Larry Fitz is up there. Mm. So I'll, I'll say him. That's a good answer. Larry Fitz, and here's another good one. I wish James Harrison won a ring, even though he had one already. Right. Uh, won another ring? <laughs> yeah, that would have been so oh, so amazing if he won with the Patriots. But yeah, Larry Fitz. That's a good one. Dave? 
I do like the Larry Fitz answer. That's a good answer. I just really enjoy Larry Fitzgerald. Exactly. I mean, another, I mean, just throwing guys out like Dan Marino is an answer that you could put out there. Yeah. Uh, Mark Brunel. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Bortles. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of guys who made the Super Bowl and never won it. I mean, like that's why Dan Marino's on my list. I mean, I feel bad for Jim Kelly. I mean, Jim Kelly definitely. Dan Fouts, Thurman Thomas, like guys like that. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, modern well, guys, like, never even made one. like, guys of our lifetime. Yeah, like, Eric Dickerson never made a Super Bowl. Barry Sanders. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, both guys who deserve Super Bowls, but never yeah, got there. Yeah. It would have been, honestly, it would have been cool if Calvin came out for one year with Stafford with LA. I think we can all agree the consensus answer is Tony Romo. <laughs> exactly. If only he didn't drop that field um, here, let me let me throw a wrinkle in here for you, since we got that answer so quickly. If you could take away a Super Bowl from a player, who would it be? <laughs> nah, they all deserve it. I'm not taking anyone. Oh away. my god, you guys are so <laughs> diplomatic. Yeah, I'm not taking a guy's Super Bowl. I'm away. taking away Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl. He didn't deserve it. Okay, okay. <laughs> he didn't deserve it. He. I'm sorry. Did you see the stats that year, Dave? Did, I mean, did you see what they were going with? They were going with Brock Osweiler. Dave, they had, like, one of the best defenses of the 21st century. Yeah, but they weren't getting anywhere without Brock, with Brock Osweiler. So, they could have a, they got a you or me behind center, and they would have won the Super Bowl. They were, hey. com- they were completing touchdowns to Owen Daniels. Like, come on. Owen Daniels was a good tight end. Oh, yeah, great tight end. Passes prime by then, but great tight end. Uh, definitely at least a mid tight end, but, uh, Dave, it's back to you. All right. Pick a number. Um, 14. 14. Oops. Next out. All right. 14. What is the best appetizer that you order from the table? Ooh. Depends where I'm at. I'll tell you, I got an answer for you right now. If you need time to go think, ahead. Brandon. Yeah, go ahead. The meatball appetizer at the district in Providence. The best okay. appetizer I've ever had in my life. No doubt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go basic here because I like I like to just have it spread across. Chips and salsa. Unbelievable. It, it, Give it, you, me chips and salsa you every can't day. can't go wrong with chips and Especially salsa. Especially at like a really good Mexican restaurant where they make like their own salsa. They got like a couple different types of salsa. Here's, here's the precursor though. The salsa becomes infinitely better if it's like diced and the stuff is pureed and it's not huge chunks. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Because otherwise you end up scooping out of the liquid and then you just have like 18 chunks of onion. And like, why do I want just onion chunk on my chip? I don't. I feel like it's very, like the type of salsa is very dependent on the vehicle. Whether it's like a, a, a tortilla wrap the tortilla chip, like you were saying. Yeah, I'm alright with chunky salsa and like a burrito or enchilada or something, but I don't want it on my chips. Um, yeah, that's a solid answer. But I, if I'm saying if I'm at like I'm gonna say egg rolls. Egg oh rolls wow! Smack okay. Pretty much wherever you go. Egg rolls smack pretty much wherever you go. So I gotta go with that. That's a fair answer. That's fair. Uh, Brandon, one, two, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, two. 
All right, Brandon. This this one's a little more in depth. If you could build an NBA lineup out of your five favorite active players, what would you do? Damn, that's really difficult. Lillard. Um. I'll. Let's see who else. Yeah, this is really difficult on the spot. I'll go Lillard. I'll go. For my center, I'll take. I'll take Jared Allen. Honestly, I think he's a very fun player, good rim protector. Um. You guys, t- you guys take a couple while I think of some more. I mean, I gotta start. I, I mean, Giannis is like one of my favorite players in the league, so I probably go Giannis. I gotta take at least the Celtics. So I probably go Tatum. Um, I'll avoid the Celtics. Cause I'll take like so many Celtics. I know. I try. I gotta go with at least one Celtic. I can't go no Celtics. Um, I'll go Desmond Bain too. I love Desmond Bain. Tyrese uh, Halliburton, I, I like a lot. Ooh, Halliburton's good. He's good. Um, Dave, anytime now. It's tough. On oh, you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, but you can chime in. Oh, okay. Um, does it is this limited to just active players? Just active players. Okay, so I would go my my five that I really enjoy. I like Anthony Edwards. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, I like Giannis as as my center though. I want him as my center. Okay. Um, and then I want Jackson Hayes. I like Towns. I oh, like okay. Towns a lot. Um, Jackson Hayes, right? Oh God, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I like guys that like I like Curry. I like guys that are skilled. Oh, I'll, I'll take Donovan Mitchell too. I love Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. See, I don't want Donovan Mitchell. Oh, well, you're a loser. <laughs> I like Donovan Mitchell, but he's he, I don't like the like I want guys that are. Passing quick can spread the floor. Like Mitchell's really good going to the hoop, but his jump shots not always like consistent. And I'll uh, I'll round out my team with um. I'll go Sabonis. I like Sabonis a lot. I do like Sabonis. That's a good answer too. Yeah, I need more time to think, but those are a couple of mine. Give me Thompson too, Clay Thompson. All right, I'll make it. I'll make it so for this for the sake of time, Brandon. The three guys you build your team around. What's that? The three guys you would build your team around. Um, Jaw, Tatum, and I'll say Lamelo. That's good. That's pretty good. Pretty good crew right there. Young crew. Jason Tatum's the oldest guy there by a wide margin. Um. All right, Dave. Back to you. All right. Give me a number. Uh, one. One. All right, you own a bar, but you can only sell three drinks. Ooh. What are the three drinks you're selling? Um, remember, I'd never had a mojito before. I yeah. During spring break to Florida one year, and I had like there's so many mojitos there, and then like <laughs> mojito is like I, I don't really drink them elsewhere. I remember that one time, that one occasion, the mojitos were hitting so good. So mojitos, that's gonna be one of them. Um, I'll say. Just like straight rum, uh, we'll, we'll do rum and coke. I was gonna say straight rum might be a tough sell. I order rum and coke a lot because it's so easy to say when you're in somewhere crowded. Because yeah, it's like, well, you get what you're talking about. So rum and coke, mojitos, and sorry, my my dog just busted in. 
Uh, <laughs> so I'll go mojitos. I'll go, and I'll say I'll say Guinness. People don't like Guinness, but I like Guinness. Okay. Uh, I would say Gansett. I'd say Captain's Daughter because it's a good double IPA that that I think is is a, it's a smooth double IPA, not like a rough one. And for a mixed drink, I would go martinis. I think people like martinis, so I'll go with that. All right, for mine, I would go Blue Moon. Mm. I go Margarita, mm. and I would go Moscow Mule. Well, that's niche, but I like it. That's good. Those first two really sell, and then the, the third one's a niche one that people would like. But well, you gotta have like some sort of drink that changes things, like it's true. like Margarita and Blue Moon are very very casual drinks. They are. Um, I change. I change from Guinness to Sangria. Oh, that's good. People love sangria. Yeah, it's a big hit. Um, yeah, that's just that's an excellent menu, right? If, if any bar I went to just had those three drinks, I'd be completely fine. Brandon, one, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One. All right, I like this one a lot. Brandon, who's the one person that you could bring in to solve the Major League Baseball lockout? Oh my God, I really don't think I, I know the answer to this already. I want to hear. It. Joe West. Joe, right, well, I'm gonna stop you right there. Joe West needs to be as far. Away. I'll stop you right there, Dave. We're not having a season. <laughs> That's who you're bringing in. We need Cowboy Joe. <laughs> One last duel. My answer: Roger Goodell. <laughs> oh, but I'll say, I'll say Jeff Passan just for fun. I feel like he could uh, get a good handle on things. But yeah, I really, honestly think that baseball is gonna be delayed a lot and there's not going to be any agreement anytime soon and they're going to be like digging their heels into it it just i don't know, don't get me started my my person yeah. i'm bringing in just for fun i'm bringing in gordon ramsay <laughs> i think he would just he would badger everyone into the lockout ending because he would have no idea what baseball is all about probably so he would just be screaming at people until they decided on a deal we've got the stunning sport of baseball and you ruined it. This contract is raw. <laughs> uh, Dave, back to you. All right. Give me a number. Two. What is the worst movie ever to get a sequel, in your opinion? Ooh. Oh, my God. That's difficult. A lot of bad That's movies That's good. Sequels. A lot of bad movies get sequels. Mm. Um... Aren't they making still? This is just for fun answer. Are they still making a, technically an Avatar? Um, they are. <laughs> sequel. They I are. never even watched Avatar. It's so supposed to come out this year, but I I have my doubts. Um. Uh, oh, oh, it's sort of. Here's, they will like this answer. Um, Halloween, whatever this second. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I mean, yeah. but like, the original was good, so it warranted a sequel. So I'm saying, so this next one. Oh, 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 you're right. You're right. That is a, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really Paul good Blart. one. Ooh, oh, that's, oh my God, that's so good. Yo, I watched Paul Bartley. <laughs> Yo, I saw the original in theaters, but that pales to Dave seeing the second yeah, one in theaters. That movie is ass. Kevin James had a run during that period of time where you, like, could not escape him. 
Honestly, it was in that movie. Here comes the boom too. This might yeah. be an unpopular answer because like people liked the first one, but I would say Grown Ups. Honestly, I don't know how it got a fucking sequel. I hated Grown Ups. I, I agree with you. Grown Ups fucking know. sucks. Dude. It's it's awful. And then the second one's even worse. Oh, also, actually, my other answer is Joe Dirt. That movie sucks. I can't believe that movie got a script, let alone a sequel. Like all I know, all I remember about Joe Dirt is doesn't he like have like a a huge like turd from a plane that he like has as a pet or something? That sounds about right. Yep. But David Spade was is never a star. He's always the side guy. He's never a star. Like, let's get that out of the way here. He's very rich and famous. That's great. But guy's not a star. That that was the mistake they made with Joe Dirt. Let's also let's also say that about Rob Schneider. I mean, he's not even—he's not even a side guy. Rob Schneider's not even Rob funny. Schneider. At least if David Rob Spade Schneider is funny. Have Adam Sandler, he like he'd be in, and I don't even know straight to, to yeah. DVD movies. Like, yeah, Rob Schneider he, is, he has, he has is, a funny one-liner in Longest Yard. He's though. by far the worst part of every Adam Sandler movie. Like it's not even. Close. What about Longest Yard? No, the only good—the only good part he has in an Adam Sandler movie is the Water Boy. That's it. Everything else is terrible. I stand by it. Uh, Brandon, okay. eight, nine, not ten. Disagree on a lot of that. What was it? Not gonna disagree with most of that, honestly. That's fair. Uh, Brandon, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. This is a good one. This is kind of ties into what we've been talking about. What is your most underrated cereal? Damn. You know what? Honestly, um, grape nuts are really underrated. Wow, that's grape unexpected. Grape nuts as like a, a, a garnish is really good. Hmm. My answer is easy. It's actually my favorite cereal, but I've never heard anybody else say they like it, and that is Cocoa Pebbles. I love Cocoa Pebbles. I think those are really popular. I, think those are I don't really think popular. people like them as much as, as you They're might They're way think. better than Cocoa Puffs. But they I will say, oh, I will, okay, so if you want to go crazy, then I'll say Corn Checks. I love Corn Checks. Yeah, go, go crazy. Like, those, those are, that's a good answer right there. Also a big fan of what? Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. I love those. Most underrated cereal, though? Chocolate Checks. Okay. Or honey checks. Yo, I'll throw my hat in the ring for honeycomb. I love honeycomb. Oh, I'm out on that. Yeah, well, I'm not. Because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> some granola, some grape nuts, like some banana and strawberry with some, like for for a cereal. What is going on with this cereal? <laughs> so I'll do a follow up here. What is our? I mean, we we know what one of them is obviously. What's our Mount Rushmore of cereal? So cinnamon toast crunch definitely on there. Yeah. I think we gotta throw Honey Nut Cheerios on there. Oh, I don't think so. I can't. Um, I can't do it. That's so good. They're definitely a good cereal. Put on the Mount Rush. I gotta say, I gotta put Lucky Charms up there. Like, right, like they're gonna oh, be. No. No. Dude, if you don't get a marshmallow, it's like eating cat food. If you yeah. don't get a marshmallow, there's like a thousand marshmallows in there. It's styrofoam. Yeah, I'm out. I'm no way. All right. Lucky so we at no least we at least have cinnamon toast crunch up there. Yeah. What about Captain Crunch? You know what? Some frosted mini wheats. Oh, hell no. That's like eating a box of cereal, mm. like literally the box. How do we feel about Frosted Flakes? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Right, we got to put them up there, so that's two. Cinnamon Toast right. Crunch, Frosted Flakes. How do we feel about Fruit Loops? They're okay. But not How okay. about Tricks? I like Tricks. No, nah, they're not. They're not okay, that's fine. We got, we got, it's got to be consensus to get on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, I'm running through my head here. What about Cocoa Pebbles? We just talked about it. I put them on there. I'll I'll do that. That's fine with me. All right, so that's the third. That I I I, I feel so seen by you guys. What was it? 
I said Honey Bunch's votes is good, but I wouldn't put it. Oh, I do like Honey Bunch's votes. You know what? I might I might be willing to put Honey Nut Cheerios up there. I might be willing to do it. Well, have, we, have we crossed off all the ones we we're we're definitely missing something. We have to be missing something. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up real quick. See if like the, the most popular cereal brands. Best cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios wouldn't be my first pick up on there, but I'm not a. What, what about uh, Reese's Puffs? I'm not a fan, no. but Honey um, Nut Cheerios are higher than that. We need to, we need something that beats Honey Nut Cheerios if they're gonna be on the Mount Rushmore. Rice that's Krispies. That doesn't beat Honey Nut Cheerios. No way. That's too plain. What'd you say, Rice Krispies? No way. Yeah. I'm Cocoa sorry. Krispies is, is way sorry if I'm too plain for you guys. Cocoa Krispies. Rice Krispies, unless you're making them to a crisp Rice Krispie treat, I'm. Yo, out. Cocoa Krispies are ass compared to Cocoa Pebbles. Isn't that what we picked? No, we could pick Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles, that's the same thing, right? No, Cocoa Krispies are different. They're like they're more like Rice Krispies with chocolate flavor. Cocoa Pebbles are harder. Yeah, they're basically. I think they taste the same. They don't. You're taste right. The same. Cocoa Pebbles are better, but I haven't had Cocoa Pebbles in a very long time. Honestly, I wouldn't. I would not be. I know they're a little bland, but the OG Cheerios are classics. Nah, Dude, that that is baby food. You yeah. give that Come to a baby or a cat. Come on, yeah. you don't honey give a cat. Yeah, cat. <laughs> like, why would we? Put they look like little cat treats. Carl Anthony Towns eats these. There's no reason to put Cheerios on there if we've got Honey Nut Cheerios. Like Honey Nut But Cheerios we didn't. That was our fourth one. If we have that, it's over. If if Cheerios aren't, well, it has to be Honey Nut Cheerios. If just plain Cheerios get on the Mount Rushmore, yeah, then what I'm, are we? I'm fine yeah, with Honey Nut Cheerios. We're not a society. I'm fine with Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, and we live in a society, Jake. So. So it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Cocoa Pebbles, Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm fine with that. That's a good round Mount Rushmore for me. Hear thee, hear thee. Hear thee, hear thee. <laughs> it, it, so it has been decreed. Dave, it's back to your list. All right, give me a number. Um, I don't even know what's left. Um. Is 13 there? Uh, Lucky number 14, good choice. Uh, <laughs> if you could create one job for yourself and get paid and not have to worry about the money, what would that job be? You could have any job. Anything could be a job for you. Um, Obscure. It would honestly be something where I'd get to, like, just watch Celtics games. Just do the same thing I, I, like, I like to do already. Watch Celtics games and then just, like, be like, all right, that was a good game afterwards. Like, do it, do like a pre and post game sort of thing. That'd be fun. Okay. I would do obscu- obscure too, sports stat researcher for <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> you know what though? I'll go crazy with it. I would want to be a GM of, I'll say, an NBA team. Wow. Like, NFL or NBA. You gotta have a really good cap guy. Yeah, an NBA GM. And I would be, I'd run an expansion Sonics team. Wow, I like that. That's my, my job right there. Like I'll, go, I'll go crazier. I'll go crazy along those lines. Like I would like to be a Major League Baseball GM running the expansion Nashville franchise. Okay. <laughs> See, we're all so we're all just gonna be GMs. We're all just gonna basically play two K for real. But it's okay because we're in different sports, so I don't have to worry about competing. Exactly. But you, See, Dave. I, I would, I would say I I would like to just watch new shows and movies. That's true. Like, I can see like that. a critic or, or like what or just watch. No, them. like just just watching them. Like the, you don't have to write about them. Just watch them. Yeah, just watch them. Just a test screener. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, 
speaking of which, how do we get onto these like test audiences? Like, where do they ask these these questions and you get to see like the Batman like three months before everyone? Like, where, where does this happen? And they have like embarrassing scenes that haven't been deleted yet. And you're like, yeah, I want to I want to be a part of this. I don't think they're real. I think they're all like studio plants. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, like Thunder Gun, like, it's always Sonny <laughs> gets to re- redo Thunder Gun. Why don't I right. get to redo something? Exactly. Why can't I see the Batman four months ahead of time? Good question, though. Time to, time to start digging. <laughs> I think I think this is... The, we could we could get to the real bottom of this. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Brandon, 8, 9, 10. 10. What's your number one comfort food? Cinnamon uh, Toast Crunch. That's a good one. Dave? My comfort food is wheat thins with peanut butter and jelly on it. All right, I'm just going to not listen to that. Um, I like that. I like that. Dude, that, it's bomb. It's, it's I, an easy way to not make a sandwich and it makes you feel more filled. I've never had that before. Never I, even thought about that. I need to know the genesis of how you even discovered this. We had no, I had no bread. <laughs> so you put peanut butter and jelly on wheat thins? Yeah. Did it soften it up the right way? Like... No, it, it doesn't really soften it up. They're still crunchy. <laughs> just bite into a rock. <laughs> what kind of wheat thins are you buying? <laughs> I don't. I never had wheat thins before. So, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind went to um, what's the shredded wheat? What what's the shredded wheat cereal that you need to put milk in? Oh, I don't know, but Triscuits are like that. They're like rocks. I'm not thinking of wheat thins. I'm thinking of, no, I'm thinking of wheaties. That's what I'm thinking of. Not wheat thins. Wheaties. Yeah, wheat thins are like small grain crackers. Yeah. No, I, I know what they. I know what they are. <laughs> I was just misinterpreting what I you. I don't said. know. I don't know. You were. You seem to be thinking no. of something else. I was thinking of wheat thins, which are like actual rocks until you put milk in them. Oh yeah, I I don't want that. Okay, but I could see that. All right, that that makes more sense. It's like a sandwich, like a mini little sandwich. Yeah, um, it's, it's delicious. I would say. Um, that's tough. I mean, honestly, nothing hits a spot like a good lemon pepper wing. Those are really good, even even at Buffalo Wild Wings. No, no, no disrespect to B Dubs, uh, but they're all gotta let me some some lemon pepper wings. Those are some good things. But cereal wise, I mean, if we're going with you know crackers and cereal here, I do love Cocoa Pebbles. They are my they hit the spot. They always do. All right, side side question here before we get on to the next question. Mm. Off that, mm. what is what are your your top options for you guys for for a dinner, and then for like a late night kind of snack after you drank a little while? Like if you could get anything delivered to you, what would it mm. be? Anything. So what is it? What whatever you would so have. like. So like, if you were gonna get something delivered for dinner. And then also, if you were, like, kind of drinking or having a good time and it was later at night, what would you want for a later night snack? So it could be a meal, it could be a snack, it could be a dessert, whatever, and then the meal for dinner. Dinner's going to be grilled steak. Ooh. Dinner for, dinner for me is definitely a pizza. Okay. A really nice pizza. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Like, there's something about just grabbing a slice, watching some TV. It's just so casual. It's it so really, good. It's, it's perfect. Really is. Yeah. You said a late night thing. Uh, Although I will say, late... sneaky, I do love hibachi. I'm a big hibachi guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in so you long. You want the guy to come with the grill to your house and hibachi for you? That would be great. Right in the middle of my living room. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna catch the shrimp right in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Uh, late night snack though, dude. I love some fries late at night. Like if I'm just chilling at the uh, bar, some, some just get like a nice basket of fries when you're chilling there at the bar. <sighs> nothing, nothing. Oh, you know spot. what? You know what I would love is uh some boneless wings. Oh, those are good too. I won't dispute I'm that. I'm gonna say like either a Blizzard from Sonic Ooh. or like um, a McFlurry, like something like that. Those are good. Too. Oh man, I I like a good frosty late at night. Frosties are better than McFlurry's to me. Frosty, frosty, yeah. Yo, Frosties is so so that good. That chocolate Frosty is so good. That's my choice. Yeah, chocolate Frosty. If you want to really wake yourself up, you get some of those some Wendy's spicy nugs. That'll wake you up. <laughs> That'll keep you up late at night. Oh, I love Wendy's spicy. Oh, nugs. don't even get me. Oh my god, dude, I love those so much. Don't even get me started. I could yam some of those. Uh, Brandon, eight and nine. Eight. Brandon, what's a TV show that you wish more people watched? Um, I know Jake's. Um, <laughs> I don't even know my answer. I watched the first season of. I haven't watched the rest of them, but it was really good. Was um the Sinner? Oh yeah, you that mentioned that one. Yeah, Jessica Biel for that. That was good. Very much surpassed my expectations, and every, like I'm not really a that type of show person, but and they made everything. It's like a very outrageous premise. And they made it all make sense. And I was like, damn, like they actually did a good job of tying that together. So the, ver- the first season of that, I haven't seen the rest of them, but the first season of that, I wish more people saw. But I mean, apparently it was popular enough that it's had three seasons and yeah. it's still going. So, um, and what was the, was that it? Was that the question? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That. Dave, what is my answer? Daredevil? Daredevil. Yeah, of course it is. Um, but Did if you I. See, do- do you see that thing on Twitter that Charlie Cox went no one cheered in his theater for him? Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Um, unless he was in a theater by himself. Um, but yeah, Daredevil is definitely on my list. Um, I'm trying to think of another show that like, I mean, because I, I watch a lot of like mainstream stuff, so it's not like crazy. But I would say, honestly, I think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson is another one. I don't feel like enough people have seen that show. And that show is so good. <laughs> So good. Uh, what about you, Dave? White collar. Definitely All right. White collar. All right, Brandon. Next question. Or person of interest, either one. Yeah, Dave. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> what I about? Don't, uh, I don't what? know how you haven't given white collar. What's the other one, Dave? Blue what? What suits? Oh, it's suits. That's the other one, right? They suits. had a, a sweet spot for a while there, where they were putting out some just some good shows after good show. I mean, Psych and Monk, that's basically... Yeah, I'm going to tell you, right... Dave is saying white collar just to get under my skin, so... He refuses to... He refuses to give it a shot. Oh, see, I like to watch good TV shows. That's why I'm not giving it. white collar again? It's like the guy who was, like, arrested for robbing a bank, and he has to, like, help them. He he was arrested for, like, uh, like a con man. Brandon knows more about the show than I do. It's so good. I mean, I I the main act, what, Henry Cavill, is that it? Oh no, it's Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer. Yeah. It also has uh, Meghan Markle, right, Dave? That suit. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that. Would go. I knew, I had to get under your skin on that one. You haven't even given it a shot. I I, I watched Daredevil. I, How many seasons? Okay, hold on. Let's let's park on that curve for a second. How many seasons is is White Collar? Six. Yeah, okay. That's twice as many as Daredevil. You haven't Daredevil. even given it a shot. You haven't even Dave, seen one episode. it's twice as many as Daredevil. Haven't seen one episode. All right, let me ask you this. How many, how, many, how many superheroes are in White Collar? 
And Dave's defense, you should watch at least the first season. You know, Thanks. I'll watch. I'll watch the first episode. <laughs> if I like it, I'll keep watching it. There you go. That's that's fine. All right, you I'll agree to that. Without stopping, no break. <laughs> eyes bleeding. I'm gonna when I come over tomorrow. I'm gonna tape your eyes. <laughs> like Clockwork Orange. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Brandon, my last question before we just go to whatever Dave has left. All right, this is my favorite one. I had this. I actually had this written for Josh Gondelman, or maybe it was Pat Monahan, but I had this written for them that we just didn't get to it. All right, so you're walking down the street one day, and you get kidnapped by five men under a bridge. They take you to a dark room and bring in a person they define as humorless. You have to tell them one joke to make that person laugh, or they will kill you. What is the joke that you tell? I have no clue. Uh, well, I guess you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die. Uh, I really don't know. A joke? Like, just like a knock-knock joke? It could be any kind of joke. It could be a knock-knock joke. It could be a, just a very plain punchline joke. But something that they have to at least I'll, chortle or chuckle. I'll take their nose. <laughs> I got your nose. You live for me. I just laughed at that. <laughs> then they're going to start... <laughs> I would say. He's slapping. I would say, what do you call a snail on a boat? A slime. A snailer. Okay. See, they, well, you didn't laugh. I'd be dead. But like, <laughs> if they laughed at it, they, I would be alive. But Dave, what do you have? If I had to pick one joke, let's like, see. you're already oh dead God. at this point. Yeah, no, I'm already dead. <laughs> um, but if I came back to life, my joke would be. Um, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Wow, that's a, that's a classic. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd be. I'm already dead, so I have nothing yeah, to lose. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be right where I was. <laughs> I think Brandon's the only one getting out of this alive. Maybe like, this guy knows his stuff. He's one of classic. How did how did I get your nose become the the joke that survived out of us? <laughs> because I think it's just it's so unexpected. It's physical comedy. Nobody expects that to be the, the answer. That's true. That's true. I think that's what it was. All right, Dave, I have nothing left, so it's back to your list. All right. We'll do two more from my list, so, that, so give me a number. How, I, let's do your two favorites. That's a good All one. Right, I like that. See. Let's see. Um, that works out well because we're right around an hour, so that works out well. What is your all-time favorite season of television? Ooh. One season. That's a good one. Either, I think season, it's tough to say two or three. One of those of community. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll say season two of, season two of community or, and or what season of Breaking Bad? Maybe what's the season where Hank is like getting hunted by the twins? Uh, that's season... Two or three? Three. three. I think it's three. So, yeah, I'll say season... No, I'll say season... It's tough. I'm thinking season three or four of Breaking Bad. I go four. Four, you got Mike and Gus introduced. Yeah, the one... And then, I don't know, any... It's tough to say for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I'd say any random-ass episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I would go season four of Breaking Bad... Season three of The Office, and pro- honestly, I think probably season four of It's Always Sunny, and probably season. It's tough. Either three or four of Seinfeld. 
that's really when it hits its sweet, sweet spot. So I go right around there. I'd go season four, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's the that's the pick for me. That's just it's such a good season. The Gus Fring it's, season is all that all you need to know. <laughs> it's so damn perfect. Elsewhere, I'll commit to season two of Community then. That's a good one too. I mean, the first like three seasons of Community are untouchable. No doubt about Even it. Even once uh, Dan Harmon got back for five and six. Four wasn't bad. It was just that it was not as good as the level that they, they reached. Was like it four five, that Troy four. left? No, nah, he left in season five. Five? Season yeah, I don't think it was – I think he left in five. Yeah. Is it was, the last season or the, the one before the last? Yeah, I don't – because I didn't watch the last season, so it must have been five because I watched it. five. <laughs> um, But, yeah, those are all good answers. I mean, those are all classic seasons. Uh, Dave, you've seen The Sopranos, right? I have, yeah. What season would you say is the best from that? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. They're all pretty damn good. I don't know if I could pick one. I think they're all pretty even. Ever the Diplomat. Um, all right, Dave, what's the last one you got? All right, I'm going to do two more real all quick. Right, that's fine. Kind of I like that. I like it. Um... Give me your three favorite acting performances, movie or TV show. But also, second part, who is the actor you would cast to play a movie about you? Oh, wow. I honestly, I have at least one answer immediately because it's my like famous per, favorite performance in a movie. And you guys know I'm not, I don't have anything against superhero movies, but I'm not a big fan of them. But um, Heath Ledger's Joker, bro, perfect. Perfect. Like, oh, incredible. Um, that I don't know. I need to think about the rest, but that's definitely my number one. What do I you mean, I would say Brian Cranston as Walter White. It has to be up there as one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. And I know your next one will be Matt Bomer as Neil Caffrey and White. Yeah, Robert. yeah, so, for sure, bro. We're down for to sure. one, definitely. Um, we're down to one. Yeah, dude, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, take George Lopez in the George Lopez show. No. I think. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not joking around. I think uh, Frankie Muniz as Malcolm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm kidding. He's very good, but he's not my pick. Um, Malcolm in the Middle is like that was a fire show. Supremely awesome. underrated show. Yeah. We'll yeah. say Kevin Dorfman and Monk. Oh, great. No, but I, I'm. I'm not even kidding you. Tony Shalhoub as Adrian Monk is one of the best TV performances I'll, I'll ever see. Um. So just just for kicks, that's my second one. For move, I need to have a movie per- performance though that I've, I've seen. Um, what about Russell Crowe for Gladiator? Yeah, dude. I mean, he is up there. Not even joking. That was awesome. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I I really want to be that guy and say Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park just to get your goat, but <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Mike Myers in Wayne's World. I knew you would do that. I got a fun one to add. I knew you would do that. <laughs> I knew you would do that. Add... It was between that and Miles Teller in Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to add um, Oberyn Martell from uh, uh, Game of Thrones, even though he's only in, like, three episodes. Is that the mountain? Who is that? No, he's the one who gets his head fucking crushed by the mountain. <laughs> um... His actor, oh, what is his name? I almost forgetting it. Pedro. What was it? Oberyn Martell? Yeah, he's very famous now. He's is it like, Pedro Pascal? Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Got yeah. It. 
um even though he was in like four episodes when he came into the show i was like oh snap like this is about to be my new favorite character and then <laughs> got fucking um, annihilated i mean if you're gonna look up one scene from game of thrones where like it's a crazy death it's that one he literally gets his head like <laughs> squished in this guy's hands um <laughs> but, but um and he does it from his eyes first he pushes his eyeballs in and then he just squishes the rest of his head in his um, <laughs> you got me right as I was taking a drink. That's Damn. Game of Thrones. Um, so yeah, I'll say Pedro Pascal is Oberyn. That was a really good, even though it was short. <sighs> Those are good though. Like the you make an impact while you're on the screen type performances. You know what? I'm actually gonna add a very impactful and profound performance. Um, whoever played Johnny Bravo and Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy matched the the character very well. Yo, give me Eustace from Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's a good one. Uh, I think I'll, my my first pick will trump all of yours. I'm gonna take Peter Boyle and Everyone Loves Raymond. Oh, incredible! Uh, all of Fame performance. Is he the dad? Yeah, he's, he's the great grandfather. grandfather yeah, incredible. Um, I mean Walter White has to be, I think, up there, just like. That show is not what it is without him. Um, and then, I don't know, with movies and TV shows, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, movies, like, there's so many great performances. Yeah. Brandon got me so good with Pedro Pascal getting his head smashed. In. <laughs> squished his eyeball. Right, I yeah. took a drink. He saw us get his eyes over, squished. In. When this is over, look up. Um, I will. Like, over it. Like, it's a extremely, extremely detailed depiction of Pedro Pascal getting his head crushed. The scene is devastating, too. If I built up the backstory for you guys, you'd get really into it. I mean, and then you'd be devastated. I'm already into it, honestly. Uh, yeah. Dave, who's your third? Uh, so my third would be... Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I kind of, this is kind of like a niche pick. Robin Williams in Google Hunting is really good. Hold on though, we can't forget the second part of your question. Who would you yes. cast as yourself in a movie? Who would I cast as myself? Who did you guys pick? Uh, I would pick the guy from Spy Kids. Because <laughs> I need to pick someone who looks like me. So like he's the only person that does. So I have no clue. I need to pick someone that looks like me. Well, so Brad Dave, would, Dave would be Jake Lacey, so we could just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. Who is that? It's Pete from The Office. <laughs> oh, right. I always forget his name. He's on uh, White uh, Lotus, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't think I look like him. I think you do. I don't think Dave looks like him at all. I, I, <laughs> Thank I, you. You know what? Emily was the one that pointed it out, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. She's very. I, I don't see it. She's crying now, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, Great job, guys. We're really work. We're really working well here tonight. Yeah. I came up with the Spy Kids guy. What do you guys got? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I would say Michael C. Hall. Okay, oh, I could oh. see that. I'll choose Will Smith, who looks nothing like me, and is 30 years older than me. Yo, a movie with Will Smith, Michael C. Hall, and the kid from Spy Kids doing a podcast? <laughs> it's the most insane thing ever. What? Is 
is this a, is this a comedy or an action or what is this? Who knows? <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah, you know what? The character doesn't have to look. We've literally got um, what's his name? Kevin James. Yeah. Playing Sean Payton. That's right. I could pick. I could pick Taylor Lautner to play me. Who knows? That's true. Uh, but Dave, what's your last question? That was it. Oh, that was it. Well, that's great. Those are the two that were tied together. Oh, it was a two-parter. I got you. Yeah. Well, uh, that's our grab bag, our first one in a while. Uh, Brandon, thank you very much for, for playing along with our insanity. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Thanks for What's that red thing going down your screen? What? Oh, it's, a, it's a, like this little lamp I have. Oh, my. Um, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, what? When I'm on, not that this is relevant at all to the podcast, when I'm on Zoom, my camera doesn't look this dark. But when I'm on Google Meet, my camera comes in way darker, so I have to have this lamp like right near, and it's just really annoying. But yeah, for a minute I thought it was just a giant Twizzler. No, it's like a, a clip-on <laughs> lamp that like clips onto the desk. A giant Twizzler. <laughs> here, I thought you were growing a Twizzler in your room. Here is the the lamp, if you can see it. Oh wow, that is it is a lot darker. Yeah. Well, for the folks listening at home, Brandon and Dave will be at my home base uh, tomorrow. If you're listening on a, on whatever day this episode comes out, uh, they'll be at my home base. We'll be watching a couple of uh, questionable uh, Netflix and Paramount Plus, not Paramount. I'm sorry, Peacock movies. Uh, what is it again? What was it, Brandon? What is it? Again? It's the Kevin James movie. Uh, that would be Home Team, starring Kevin James, and Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. <laughs> I'm honestly looking forward to that one the most. Yeah, that's that's a statement. Um, <laughs> that'll have the most interest, inter- like entertainment. Value yes, I agree. I think Home Team will definitely be a good laugh because it's not going to be good, but Marry Me will definitely have the most to pick apart. Um, as the last Jalen movie we watched together also yeah. did. Um, but that being said, we'll all be together tomorrow for that. Then we'll be doing some live trivia, which uh, if Steve decides to stream it, we will stream it. If not, then eh, who cares? But uh, in, in that event, go follow us at CSL Podcast on Twitter, and we will connect with you guys next week. Peace.